What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast for the WGC 2022 Dell Match Play from Austin Country Club. DB here, Pat Perry with me. The podcast juice is flowing, baby. I got that tequila. You still sipping on the blue moon? This evening is very tasty. Listen, this is an important, important, important show because the WGC Match Play is weird, okay? And, it, and on DraftKings, it does it presents weird things. Weird scoring, weird ways to make lineups, and you're confused and you don't want to play it. But actually, I think you should embrace it. This is a good. This is a good thing. There are people that are not going to quite understand how to build lineups and how they can shoot themselves in the foot on DraftKings by picking players from the same groups or players from the same kind of like uh, sections of the bracket. So we're going to talk through that here right off the bat. As always, we're presented to you by our friends at FantasyNational.com. Head over to FantasyNational.com slash TJ to get 20% off any membership level, weekly, monthly, or annual memberships are available. So you can try it weekly with the 20% off, and then you say, man, I love this. Then you can upgrade it to monthly or annual membership. You still get to keep the 20% off. Masters is right around the corner. All the majors are going to be here before you know it. You're going to need the Fantasy National website. It's everything you need. Course history, recent forms, stats, lineup builders, optimizers, ownership projections, head-to-head matchup tools. All the data is straight from uh, the PJ Tour. Shot link license data. It's good. They, we've been using these guys for over four years. They're the best. FantasyNational.com slash TJ for 20% off is where you got to go. All right, people? Pat, I'm excited about this. Now, we don't have producer Sam tonight. We went over on the betting show. That's what happens when producer Sam's not with us. We just keep going. Yeah, he's not keeping keep us on track. Um, so we don't have producer Sam tonight, so we're back using our, our former Ratchet software for the show. Hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties. We actually didn't on the betting show, which is crazy. But we did go long. So bear with us tonight. I'm excited about tonight's show. We are going to get right into it, though, and talk about the strategy to this event. I do want to uh, congratulate the donkeys who won the Nut Hut Listener League last week for the Valspar, earning himself a spot in the finals and a chance to win a trip to Augusta or Savannah to play a weekend golf trip with me and you. He scored 535 points. Good for you, sir. And I also want to let uh, at Hefe DeBaum, at Wahlberg Justin, at FW Stacks, at John Komen 3, and at Tripga. I want to let you guys know, since you commented on the YouTube channel, on the YouTube videos last week, you are going to get a Masters shirt, Masters 2020 t-shirt shipped to you, but you have to email info at tourjunkies.com with your information, name, address, uh, preferred shirt size, although we only have XLs and larges, but we told you that last last week. Um, Email us as soon as possible. The the first ones to get it in, we'll get your right size to you, but after that, we can't promise you get anything other than an XL or a large. But thank you for commenting on the YouTube video. We appreciate that. See, sometimes you know, and some we've been handing out free Nut Hut memberships for YouTube yeah. comments. Sometimes we, you know, you just never know. The YouTube comments help us. They help promote the show on YouTube. So if you're watching right now, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and leave a comment. I would, I would be interested. And in, I asked this on the betting show. What's some, what's some content you want to see out early for the Masters preview? What can I do for you in the next week? about the Masters. What do you want to see? DraftKings related, betting related, just Augusta National in general related. What can I do for you? Let me know. Um, I'm interested. Also, I, I had this, I'm having this debate with someone, so this is just for me personally. I would like to know how many times a year you play golf. How many rounds a year do you play golf? This is completely unrelated to anything I'm having with Pat. It has nothing to do with Pat. But I'm having a debate with someone <laughs> else. How many times a year do you play golf? Put that in the comments if you can't think of anything else to say. All right, Pat, from a uh, DraftKings strategy and approach standpoint, this is critical. Uh, let me see if I can – actually, maybe I'll just pull up – I wasn't going to pull up these graphics, but maybe I will. First of all, let's look at this, and this is going to be a wonky graphic, but it is what it is. The, this is the point structure for scoring on DraftKings, if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> That's a fantastic I know, isn't graphic. that good? Uh, you did really good with this one. It's just a screenshot. Uh, (laughs) so it is a little different than what we're used to seeing in terms of birdies and pars and that kind of stuff you get three points for winning a hole so that's like a birdie uh you get both players get plus 0.75 points or minus 0.75 points for holes have uh actually minus 0.75 points for holes lost uh if you if you don't play a hole because you won your match you get plus 1.6 points matches one gets five matches have gets two 
And then you do get a streak of three consecutive holes won in a match, which is hard to do, uh, at five points. And no holes lost in a match bonus of plus seven and a half points. So that's just the scoring structure. Something to think, to think through. I don't think that's as big a deal as the other things we're going to talk about, which is optimizing your lineup and ownership. Now, we also yeah. talked about the stats thing, right, Pat? You want to talk about that? The stats, like like how you just—it's not a week for that. Like you don't, we don't need to get bogged down with that. Well, I had two things really, but um, I can start with the stats. I agree. I don't think you get too bogged down with the stats. I, I think when you're looking at match play, there's a whole, there's a lot of different factors that are involved here. There's there are guys that just have the the match play mentality. Kiz has shown that. I mean, a guy like Kisner will finish second here and then ends up winning the tournament. That that's. That's not just dumb luck. It's because he's he's a guy that likes match play. For one, you have to like match play. Um, you have to be a guy that has sort of that mentality to even when you're down to still want to fight and scratch and claw to try and win. And I think, though, putting is a stat that I do like this week, but long-term putting. Because I want guys that just tend to putt well and can just throw those daggers on somebody, like Sam Burns did last week to win the golf tournament. And just walk off the course with a, you know, throwing in a 40 footer or whatever that was. Yeah. You know, that that's what you want. And so, like, if you get into the two minute, you're like, yes, this is a, a golf course where, you know, you know, ball strikers do well, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I just, I, I don't, I think I want to go with the other factors, you know, the guys that have good match play records historically. Guys that we've, we've had a few years on this course now. So we know what guys have done on this course with their records and match play. So we can even look at that, but I'm just not going to get really bogged down into strokes gained off the tee or, you know, approach yeah. or scrambling or, or whatever else. It's just, it's just not something I think that matters a ton. Yep. hundred percent. I'm I total agreement there. Match play record matters, mindset, mentality, all that stuff matters. Um, uh, I, I like the long-term putting thing that you talked about being able to drop those on an opponent it can really take the air out of them uh, in a match play situation experience in match play experience here in match play matters we'll talk through that um yeah i i agree i, I think all that stuff matters more this is not a week in other words this is not a week where like you build a model and you just i don't think i don't think it is match no, play is just a different here's, animal here's the model i think you build actually here's how you help yourself this week and, and this may sound really basic but I, I do, it helped me, so, and I can be a little basic, mm. especially when it, when it comes to golf. Um, go through the bracket. Go through the bracket and fill one out. Fill several out, you know? Familiarize yourself with who, the, who is in each group. Go through the bra- bracket to choose your winner, like you do with, with, with the tournament, with the NCAA, you know, March Madness. Go in and fill out a few brackets. You're gonna, that way, here's what you're going to learn. You're going to learn, one, who's all in all the groups, okay? And then, two, who are your favorites out of those groups? And then how is that drilled down as far as the winners are concerned? Because that's what you got to do in DFS this week. You got to pick the guy. You, you can't have guys in the same groups, okay? That's, that's not going to work for you in your, in your GPP lineups. You got to get guys that are winning matchups and that are winning holes. And so I think that if you just do that to start out, I think that'll kind of help you drill down, okay, well, where do I want to go from there as far as how I want to st- structure my lineup? Yeah, so let's talk through some of the basics of this. So it's 64 players. You got 16 groups. It's round-robin style, four guys in each group. So the first uh, – also, this all starts on Wednesday, by the way. So lineup lock is Wednesday. So uh, you, you, need to, you need to know that. If the winner is going to play seven, seven matches, I think, seven matches, and, and that, those first few days are, are kind of a grind for these guys. Uh, they're going to play every member of their group. So uh, you're trying to get, this is what you, you got to do. You got to think, what is the optimal way that I can build a lineup? The, the, obviously, the most optimal is that you have all four players. You have four of six that make it to the final four, which I think is very hard to do, extremely hard to do. Okay? Wait a second. You blew my mind there. You, four of you four can, of six. The best that you can do when they get to the final four is obviously four of six, Pat, because there's only four golfers left. 
So four of six. Oh, four of six. Okay, yeah. Four. I thought you like, yeah, okay. I was like, wait a second. Okay. There can't be six players in the final four. Nope, but now only I, four players in the final four. But if no, you now I get you because you're taking six guys in DFA. I, you I got are you probably now. winning if you have four of six, okay? Now, <laughs> yeah, now do, you're going to win. Now, the next best thing that you can do is to have six of the Elite Eight. And I'm saying Elite Eight because I can't get March Madness out of my brain. The PGA Tour is not calling it that. They call the Elite Eight freaking round six semifinal okay well yeah whatever that's annoying um no no they call it sorry round five they call it round five quarterfinals my bad um can we just say round of 16 quarterfinals i want to say semifinals i want to say elite eight so anyway that's that's like you're saying like that's what you want to say yes that's what i want to say the next best thing you can do is to have six all six of your guys make it to the elite eight right Yes. That is the yes. next best thing you can do. If you can do that, you're doing really good, okay? You can't do that, though. So what we're saying is you can't do that if you don't think about where, the, where in the bracket your players are coming from as you plug them in to your lineup. You cannot simply stare at the DraftKings prices and start plugging in the names that you like and the values that you like because you have to understand where they're coming from on the board. Let me pull up. Uh, a couple groups just as an example and we walk through these groups extensively on the betting show but i'll just pull this up all right so here's group one and 16 all right they're playing each other this is in the top left corner of your bracket it's john rom's group and it's brooks kepka's group all right if i'm building the lineup you first of all you are shooting yourself real like you're shooting yourself in the wiener okay there's two places you're going to shoot yourself weenie there's two places you're going to shoot yourself. You're going to shoot yourself in this thing if you, if you screw this up. One is the wiener, and one is your foot. Which one would you rather shoot yourself in, the wiener or the foot? Personally, the foot for me, okay? If you want to shoot yourself in the wiener, you play two guys in a DraftKings lineup out of the same group, okay? So let's just say you go, oh, I got to have John Rom. I got to have. He's, yeah. he's, he's yeah. just the best. But I love how cheap Cam, Cam, Young. Cam Young. Cam, Cam Young, Young's been playing well. He's been playing so good. And how, and how, how much is he paying? He's $7,000. Man, look at the price savings. I can oh, and Cam. what else can I fit in after that? Yeah. But the I'll problem, put in, hey, I can probably fit in Brooks Kepka. Now yeah. I got three guys. Now you've shot yourself in the wiener and the foot. Okay, <laughs> so let, let's take one step at a time here. The reason you shot yourself in the wiener is because John Rahm and Cam Young are in the same group. They can, only one is going to advance to the Sweet 16. So now you have eliminated, you've, you've already given yourself one guy out of there for the Sweet, you know, that, that can't make, you know, that can't advance, right? That is really dumb. So don't do that. None of your DraftKings lineups need to have two players from the same group. None of them, zero of them. But there are people that will do this, and those people you can look at is basically paying your fees, your rake fees. Um, all right. The way that you shoot yourself in the foot is by playing two players in this same little quadrant that we're looking at. So, for example, group one and 16 that we see here on the board, those two groups are playing. The winner of those groups are going to play each other. If you play John Rahm and then you say, man, I love the, I love the value on Shane Lowry, and you play Shane Lowry, you're also shooting yourself somewhat. Now, yes, John Rahm and Shane Lowry can both advance and they can meet each other in the Sweet 16, but guess what? Only one is making it to the Elite Eight. Thus, you're removing another out for you to get a player, you know, six of six, of six through to the Elite Eight. So you're, 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 you're hurting yourself there. So in your DFS lineups, you have to think through, you know, the players that I'm selecting have to come from different quadrants of of the bracket i think i think i explained that well pat do you have anything else to add on that are we there maybe maybe the people in the chat let us know if this makes any sense to you right now i think i mean it it makes absolute sense i mean you just can't um you know one of the things when they first started this event was they didn't used to have these groups and so all you really had to do was just try to you know you you wanted to just pick matchups and do whatever but it's changed a lot so I think there's a actually I like the fact that that we have this little added um, strategy to it that I, that I think there is going to be a lot of people 
that just don't pay attention to that. And they look at pricing like they always do, you know, every week in DraftKings. And, and they're going to miss out on the fact that, um, you know, it's just a whole different thing. So I agree. And um, Nita is saying in the chat that it's making sense. That's good. Good to know. But Nita's pretty smart. She's really sharp. So maybe some of the, the more simple folks in the chat. Could Josh Kissler chime in, maybe? Kissler, let us know if that's made sense to you. We know if it, if it made sense to you, then we can move on. That, that, would, that would be really helpful. Yeah, let's get the Kistler stamp of approval yeah. for this. Yeah, by the way, a couple of announcements. Uh, we do have a, a DP World Tour and a Corn Ferry Tour show coming out this week. Hopefully Mark Hill's voice is back and Garrett gets the show out before they tee off. That'd be cool uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour. And also, if you're wondering about Corrales, we are not doing a Corrales show. We're not doing Corrales Breakdown. All the Corrales content will be funneled through the Nut Hut. So added incentive for you to join the nut hut the discord server you can get in for free and look around and enjoy some of the benefits of the nut hut but not all you can't unlock all of them you can unlock all of them for just ten dollars a month or ninety dollars a year it's that simple so uh the corral stuff will be in the nut hut we've got multiple caddies multiple player friends that are there we're already hearing some things from the dominican republic uh that's a fun event our buddy joel damon and and gino defending champs there uh have already sent us a few little pieces of info uh, it's long shot season, baby. I, I love that. I love that event. That's going to be fun. So, but the DraftKings contests are, they're okay, but they're not great. So if you yeah. want the Corrales stuff, you, you got to get in the nut hut. And it looks like Chris Kistler said we're good. He says Chris. Speaking of Kistler, he's team Pat, by the way. You know, we, we, uh, we got an event, DB, that we need to yeah make sure everybody knows about. Yeah, the live golf event September is heating up. Uh, team Pat versus Team DB is heating up. I think there are five or six spots left on your team for the two-day friday and saturday event yeah there was some there was some you know moving around jostling going on last week that i i don't know if i liked a whole lot of what was going on we had certain like people saying hey why don't you switch my brother quote unquote over into this to this team you know who's a scratch golfer i mean it is what it is uh i've got like nine spots left on my team and you've got five or six so people yeah. let's let's get moving let's lock those up that's going to be a great time you're not going to want to miss it and when those spots are filled they're gone so check that out uh, the links in the description of the podcast and on the youtube video um all right pat let's get to let's get to some picks let's talk through okay. let's talk through the picks here uh where's my where's my sheet here all right so let's let's look at the 10k range we're going to just look at the 10k range john rom scheffler jt morikawa hovland cantlay and DJ. Obviously, the first like handful of these guys are all coming out of different groups, okay? So, you you can play two of these guys as long as they are not in the same like brackets, like upper upper little quadrants, you know what I mean? So like playing um trying to find an example here. Playing Cantlay, no. Nope. Play Cantlay and Rom, you're they're not going to meet until the final four. Yeah, yeah, you can play them. I was looking at um like shh, nope that's not one where maybe there's not one in the ten I'm just looking at the ten k range Xander and Louis nope that's in nine k Hovland nope okay so no so anybody in the ten k you could pair with any with anybody two ten k you could play two ten k guys if you wanted to um for me this is pretty clear I'm playing one guy in this range in the ten k range and it's Dustin Johnson coming out of group eight. Uh, he's got a, he's got to run through Mackenzie Hughes, Max Homa, Matthew Wolf. Matthew Wolf feels like a free square at this point. Mackenzie Hughes is a free square. Cause I, I can't stand that guy and I never understand why he gets any love and he continues to just miss, miss cut. Um, Homa's the only one that really scares me. So I I'm, I'm definitely leaning DJ here and, and I hate to kind of skip around in the ranges, but I think it's going to be hard not to, but I'll say this another Another group that I think there's an e, there's a very clear guy that I like there from a value standpoint is in the group that DJ plays against if he advances, and that's group nine, and that's Taylor Gooch. So Taylor Gooch is in group nine playing against Bryson DeChambeau, and he's 7700 bucks. He's in form. He's cheap. I love that value, but I can't play DJ and Taylor Gooch in the same lineup, or I'm shooting myself in the foot. Okay, that's a foot shot there. Yeah. Um, so I will either be playing DJ or Gooch lineups, and I'll get to who I will go. Uh, I also, I mean, 
Rom is interesting because I do think Rom's Rom's little group is is somewhat simple for him, but DJ's the one I feel the best about. All right, well, Cantley for me is the one I feel the best about at at ten two. Um, I, I do think there's going to be a little bit. I think DJ might have less ownership than Cantley, but but I'm okay with that. Ownership is a whole different strategy discussion in, in itself with a lot of these, and, yeah. and I think that there's a lot of different factors that we can look at. Not only are we having to look at groups, we're also having to look at where they fall in the bracket, but then we're also having to think about ownership as well. So. There's a lot of different things right now. We don't have an idea of ownership at all right now, um, so yeah. so we really can't even talk about that. I do feel like Cantlay could have uh, you know a little bit, and, and it, I think it gets spread out a little bit in this event too. Um, so we'll just have to see. And I, I wonder too, like what are even like like because it's such a different type of event, like how good are the ownership projections that we're even looking at? You know, depending on what site we're on, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know because. It's not a science or stat that they're looking at every week um, with whatever their algorithms are for ownership because it's different. I mean, um, di- you're talking about ownership, and I'm seeing people. Uh, Dylan's asking about DJ going to be chalky, and I mean, here's the thing: DJ's record here at Austin is twelve eight and one. That's that's twenty that's twenty one matches that he's played just at Austin. That doesn't count his President's Cup and Riders Cup experience. Rider Cup experience. Uh, Max Homa's two one and zero. Matthew Wolf is one one and one, and Mackenzie Hughes is two one and one. Like he's got overwhelming experience here at Austin. Overwhelming experience in match play in general. Let's all be honest. Like he's still the head and shoulders best player out of those four. And it's not even close. Okay. I I just think I don't care. There 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 are a couple groups here that I think are are there's a clear guy and i don't care if that's the chalk i really i just really don't like i'll just play that and i will make up for it somewhere else i'll continue to build my lineup without shooting myself anywhere on my body and that will also help things and we'll move on so if dj's chalky i don't care and the next guy that i'm going to tell you i'm going to pick is also going to be chalky and i don't care so go ahead finish up well so I'll say, so I think the, probably the next guy you may talk about if, if we're going down into the 9K range is going to be Xander. Yep. I think Xander's going to be chalky because of the group that he's in and the path that he has. Um, so I, I feel like, um, but I'm okay with that. I'll play him. Now, there's some guys up there too that that we can get to that, like I'm trying to stick in the ranges, but then I start to look at, well, who is he going to get later on down the r- line that I might also like as well? But I think that if we're just talking about 9K guys that, that we like, I think Xander has a chance to make a, you know, to, to, to have a good long run in this golf tournament. So I like that. Um, I mean, yeah. Z- Xander is the one. And, and Xander's got a clear, a, you know, a clear path in his group, just seeing as how Tony Finau's been terrible. Herbert and Kanaya are not even in the same stratosphere as as xander in terms of how they play and and world golf world golf ranking pedigree all that stuff they're just not even close um and xander's you know he's got a winning record here it's not incredible it's four two and three plenty of Ryder cup and president's cup experience i just yeah i think that one's kind of easy again yeah now that being said i am kind of a fan of alex norin who yeah could get in the in the round of 16 i'm also a fan of garcia who he could get in the quarterfinals yeah but yep. anyway i mean that's but but let's talk about a fade here so let's talk about a guy that i don't like in this group that's that's um over 9k and that's colin morikawa i am i'm not i don't want any part of him i yeah. mean total agreement i don't, I don't agreement. feel like it's yeah i don't feel like his iron play is is as tight as it normally is, I feel like he's kind of ready for a little bit of a break to take, like he's playing this week, but he obviously, you know, he's, he's a guy that plays extremely well in majors. I mean, he's so young. He's won an open championship. He's won a PGA is I'm certain. I'm sure for, you know, focus on the masters here in a couple of weeks, but his game has just not been there right now. His, I mean, like, 
I just I said this on the betting show. I played him in a prize picks, you know, Sunday play last week, thinking, okay, can he hit eleven greens out of eighteen or over? And he hit eight. He hit eight greens. This is Colin Morikawa. Eight greens for Colin Morikawa. I can hit eight. I could have hit eight greens on that damn course last week. Uh, Probably not. I don't know about Probably that. Probably not. That's a little. That is a little bit. Yeah, you got but, out but, of your skis on that. But still. I mean that's not very good for Colin Morikawa. No, he's he's definitely looked looked. He's a spotty putter a little bit. Yeah, he's been out of sorts. I think, uh, and and I know like you could say like the chat will could blow up and say, well, I mean he got the bad end of the draw in the players. Okay, I get it, but he has still been out of sorts the last few weeks. Morikawa, I do not want any part of this week. Uh, yeah, you talked about his spotty, his spotty putting. That's for sure. Something else is sometimes a little spotty is a man's head. You know, and some of y'all got spotty heads. And I'm talking yeah. about your hair. Your hair has gone somewhere in in pieces, in spots of you know, little pockets of the of hair families have moved away and they're gone. Others remain, and you're wondering what's going on. And when it comes to thinning hair, you no longer have to choose between natural remedies and those that work. And there's a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs or prescription. That is Nutrafol. Uh, did you know there are five causes of thinning hair? Nutrafol is a hair supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, and environmental factors that may be impacting your hair. Healthier hair growth takes time, and you will experience thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair in just three to six months. Um, and they're clinically shown, Nutrafol is, to improve hair growth and visible scalp coverage without compromise. They got natural ingredients to support sex drive, better sleep, and less stress. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 1,500 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair, and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code TOURJUNKIES to save $15 off your first month subscription. And, And just know, this is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. Free shipping on every order. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code TOURJUNKIES. And shout out to Nutrafol. Check that out if y'all got some yeah. hair that kind of wants to walk away. Get that natural that natural stuff in your hair. Sounds like we got some agreement here, though, Pat. Um, DJ, Xander, Morikawa, Fade, for sure. Um, Cantlay, I, I don't love Cantlay's group. I don't feel as confident about Cantlay coming out of that group as you do. That one scares me a little bit more. Um, I, do think, I do think in terms of other kind of guys up in this 9K, and, and uh, like I think Louie and Paul Casey, for me, are two names I'm staying away from. Their group is incredibly tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think Hatton and Kepka could be interesting depending on ownership um just just looking at their matchups i mean kepka's obviously coming out of that one that, that's going to have to face rom if they win he's got shane lowry evr and eight uh, hv3 you know lowry's been playing pretty good hv3's popped here and there kepka flashed some form here late at the valspar and he's a killer um so i mean depending on the ownership i could see myself gravitating towards kepka a little bit uh and then hatton you know he's got Berger that he's got to take out, but Hatton's been playing so good and he can drop a putt. He can just, just, just completely just kill you on the greens with that putter, you know, just like death by, you know, titty twisters or purple nurples or whatever you call it. It's just constant. Just that from Terrell Hatton, every single hole, just constant, you know, purple nurples. You never heard that purple nurples. Yeah. Is that are you saying like the, their nipples, but their nurples? Yeah, yeah, purple nurples. You ever heard that? No. Nah. Okay, that's what we call it in my neighborhood. I don't know. Um, that's neither here nor there. But Hatton feels like a guy that could just do that to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what it feels like. You're just death by constant. Just keep making these freaking putts on me. So I mean, I, I those are those are names I'll have an eye out on in terms of uh, in terms of ownership. So all right, eight K range. To me, the eight K range is just loaded loaded with possibility like mm-hmm. it's hard very hard to commit to somebody in the 8k range i will say this i can commit wholeheartedly uh to the fade why do i get like so i get what you know it, no talk about golf but then all of a sudden i say something about purple nurples <laughs> and somebody puts something in the chat like come on yeah come on you never heard purple nurples 
I just never heard it put that way. Like oh, you, okay. you could have said purple nipples. You, know, you got to rhyme it with nerd with purple, man. Purple nipples. See, that doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway, moving on. And there's not a color that rhymes with nipples. Um, AK range, man. I don't know. Like I like, I like a lot of these guys. Now there's again, you got to check your groups. You know, can't play them out of the same group. Check your 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 tiers on the bracket, right? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, there is some. I get it that you're trying to, you know, get six of eight out of the lead eight, four of six out of the final four. But still, there are other point things that you, there, there are other point, you know, things that you can add up here. Like you don't like, like, I don't know if that's the only goal that you're, that you're going. Yeah, like, it, no, it has to be. You're, you're, you're dead. If you don't do that, you're dead. If you don't, if you're not, if you're not trying to, now four four out of the final four is insane. Like that that would be very hard to nail down. Considering all the variants in this event, unless, it's so hard. And like, like unless this thing just you goes get points so down for the winning line, holes. Charles. Yeah, like, I know if, that, dude. But you have not, a, if you happen to catch a guy that has, you know, wins a match, you know, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to get extra. You're going to have to get extra play out of these guys. You have to. I, I, the, the four of the four out of the final four. I'm not even talking about. But trying to get your guys to the elite eight. And building your lineups around that, I, I get that. I, I think you're right. I, I just, I just, there's, there's part of me that makes me, makes me wonder if, well, like we should. I wish we threw up like the ideal lineups from last year and how those look. But anyway, yeah, last year was nuts. But who do you like here? I mean, Sergio coming out of his group. I mean, we both don't like Morikawa, so he's playing in Kokrak, Sergio, Bobby, Max group. So if you go the Sergio route. Which I, I like, and I like the I like the value there, eighty three hundred. Uh, then you're you're looking at uh, him playing against the answer Simpson, Harmon, and Bubba group, which I'm a little okay with. Like I don't like answer, I don't like Webb, I don't like Bubba, Harmon. I like the value down there at seventy six. So you know, it, it's kind of a Gooch DJ situation. If I'm gonna if I if I need the value and the salary relief for Harmon. Then I might avoid Sergio, but those are a couple names I'm looking at. Uh, I, I think actually my fade here, and I think this could be a, a, a chalky play that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk myself into fading, and I'm gonna talk myself into saying that it's an easy fade. And that's Will's out Torres. I'm not taking Will here. I'm not watching. I'm not suffering through Zalatoris in a match play situation, having to put every you know, having to make every six footer to push a hole, or you know. I'm just not doing it. Like, I think I think Zalatoris. I want to see some. I want to see this guy in match play. I just want to see him in a match play situation. I know he's a ball striking stud, it, it, but I think he's the one that I look at and go, yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching that one. I think his group's tough as well with Hovland, Tringali, Sepstraka. I think coming out of that group is going to be hard to do. So, I think I'm out on him. You want to get out of the chat and and answer and tell me what you want to do. Well, I do. Um, I do want to tell you what I want to do, DB. Because, you know, this is the first night, by the way, that I've gotten to mess with the chat in a while because mm -hmm. I can't see it with the new mm -hmm. new system. Where were we again? <laughs> the 8K range. Oh, yeah. So, Sergio Garcia. I'm I with just you talked there. about him. Yeah. I know. I'm with you there. I like Sergio Garcia. Um Another couple guys here that I think are are good plays in this range. Now I like actually. Um, I, I sort of went with you on Tom Hoagie, um, but I do like Billy Horschel to come out of that group. The problem is I'm a big fan of Patrick Cantlay, and I think that you know Cantlay is going to kind of run through a little bit of that group. So, um, but I think that Billy Horschel could be a good a good play in that AK range. Another one that I like too, right there, is um, at the very top, George yeah. Spieth. At he's, got a that, that he's got a really tough his group, and then the and then coming out and probably playing JT. That's the tough part about Jordan. it's tough, but I mean, you could take a little risk there. Yeah, I'm I mean, fine he, he is Jordan. I mean, I get it. I, I love I his ownership's going to be. I do think his ownership's going to be low because I think people, if they're looking at this bracket, they're going to say one. Um, 
he could either be facing Jordan's or Justin Thomas or Kiz, possibly. Kiz has a great record here. Speed has guys that, you know, if they're not paying attention, who haven't played great lately, but they're still bigger names like Adam Scott and Justin Rose and his group. I, I just feel like Speed could be a really good GPP play this week. And I think he can win the whole thing. So I, I'm a I'm a big fan of him at 8,900 there. Um, yeah, I, I I love this range. There's a lot of names in here I like. I mean, you, you could sit here and look at maybe who's going to be less chalky and go from there. Um, I mean, Lowry's another one at 8,400 that if you if you're not buying Brooks, you know who can who's not, you know he's flashed some form, but he's also shown that he kind of stinks lately. And Lowry's been super good through the Florida swing, very consistent. Um, other than Brooks, you would argue first timer Harold Varner the third, Eric Van Ruyen, meh, not that hard to come out of that group. Maybe John Rahm gets cut off by Patrick Reed or Cameron Young or somebody, and then here comes Lowry. Like there's there's a play at eighty four hundred that could also get some action. So the the eight mm-hmm. K range to me is the one that is the most I'm really the most undecided on. Um but, but just, you know. And there's yeah, there's just a lot of good guys in here. Uh, moving down to the 7K range, uh, the, I, I will say this. There's one name in here I'm absolutely not playing, and that's Webb Simpson. I, I, I don't, and I know Webb made the cut at the, at the Valspar. I think he kind of puttered out over the, over the weekend. He's coming back from this neck injury, but we said on the betting show, like, Webb is, yeah, I'm not a- Webb, Webb, Webb to play, you know, two long rounds and he obviously had his weekend off tech or well he had his last two rounds of the players championship off but then to play four rounds at the Valspar now to come out and play you know you're you're potentially betting on Webb to play five to seven matches if he goes all the way coming off this neck injury and we were and they were already talking about him at the players how he was taking it easy at the players um and being careful with his practice rounds blah 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 I I just you know I don't I don't know if I don't know if I want to touch Webb here um I already mentioned Taylor Gooch coming out of that group with Bryson Bryson's group. I, I love Taylor Gooch there. I think Bryson, I think Gooch can come out of that that group easily. Um, another name in here that I, I like, and I think you and I both like, is Russell Henley at seventy nine hundred. As good as Russell Henley has been playing lately, uh, it just feels like a really solid value. And I thought you brought up a very astute observation about Hen, Henley's pre PGA Tour career. If you want to, you want to take all the credit on that. I think that's good to know. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, Henley is a, is a guy that has plenty of match play experience before he even played on tour. You know, when he played in this match play event for the first time, there was a little bit of a surprise because actually he, he played against Charles Schwartzel, who was in the kind of in his prime, had, had, had won the Masters, and he beat him in, in one of the first rounds, and everybody was all, you know, thought it was all great. But here's the thing about, about Henley. He is, he's played a ton of match plays played two Walker cups. He was five and oh when he was at Georgia in match play now, and they don't just play match play every week. Okay. They play match play when they get to the championship round of the NCAA championship, he was five and oh. So I, I think that Henley and, and not only that, he's got, he's got the, the perfect game for this course. I think he's like a quieter version of Kisner. You know, he's not as, you know, outspoken, but his game is, you know, speaks for itself. He's a great putter in general. I think he's a guy that can, uh, you know, I, I think he can win this. So I do like Henley a ton this week. Um, Yeah, I also kind of like Neiman. I mean, we talked about the betting on the betting show, these two guys playing in the same group. But, you know, I, they're, they're, if they, whoever wins that group in group 14 is going to play group three. And group three is one with Hovland, Zalatoris, Tringali, and Straka. And I can't figure that group out. I'm probably going to fade that whole group. So to me, uh, I'm definitely going to have lineups with either Henley or Neiman. I think I lean Henley a little more. I saved $700 on DraftKings with him. Yeah. Um, but I like both, and I like that group coming out. Uh, because I, group three, to me, is a complete just crap show. I, I just, I'm going to stay away from it. So. Uh, Henley's a name I like in here. Uh, who are some other 7K names that we're digging? Uh, Brian Harmon, we both talked about on the betting show. He's at 7,600. Harmon, where's, where's little, little Brian at? He's in answers group. 
uh, playing with Webb Simpson and Bubba Watson, group 15. They are going to run it. The winner of that group is going to run into the winner of group two, which we project to be Sergio Garcia. Obviously, you've got Colin Morikawa, Jason Kokrak, and Robert McIntyre in there. I like, I mentioned this on the betting show, Harmon, you know, played really well at the Valspar, had a chance to, he made a late surge on Sunday, was in the conversation. After his round, basically said how great he felt his game was, uh, how excited he was to play at Austin, how much he loved the match play event. And, um, you know, was ready to go, was ready to be, was ready to be the man at, you know, at the WGC match plays really confident. And I like that 7,600, very good, very good price tag there for Brian Harmon. So I wouldn't pair him with Sergio, but, uh, other than that, like I can pair him with DJ, I can pair him with, uh, uh with, you know, with plenty of names out, out there, Xander, I can do that. So I like Brian Harmon a good bit. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind Harmon. Um, you know, the opposite side of the bracket there, you know, the two guys that, that really in the 7K range I tend to focus in on are, are Taylor Gooch, who you mentioned, but Max Homa. I, I like Max Homa a lot. Um, you know, if he gets through there um, in his group and past DJ, which is, is going to be tough, um, he will have to play Gooch, but um, you get past, past that, and he's, he's right there in the, uh, in the oh. Elite Eight there playing against Rom. And that may be all you need out of out of Max Homa to get to that point. I think he's been playing great. You look at his his recent form is good. So I like Max Homa a lot here. Um, and then you're getting him, you know, right there at seventy seven hundred. Um, it, it's a it's a good spot for him. And, and I think he's he's got that same sort of killer mentality that you need to have in in an aggressive play also in match play. Going. Continue to look here at the seven K range, like 7,600, 7,500 Patrick Reed. We talked about him in the betting show, and I kind of was throwing him out there as a potential group bet to win his group. However, if I'm looking at him in DFS and I'm looking at how he comes out of here, you know, do I think he can find magic and beat John Rahm? Possible. Uh, do I then think he's going to go on to beat possibly Brooks or Shane Lowry? No, I just don't. Like, I, I don't. I don't think his form has been that solid. And one of the reasons I kind of uh, uh, kind of came to that, I was like looking at the rest of this range, and I'm like, really, from Brian Harmon for me, there's not really anyone else I'm crazy about until I get to Keith Mitchell, maybe at 7,100. We talked about Keith Mitchell a good bit. I know you love Patrick Cantlay, and he's in Cantlay's yeah. group. Um, but I, I was trying to talk you into Keith Mitchell a little bit there. Uh, and and um, you, I let you have that one, and we picked Cantlay for the group bet. And then you just brought up Max Homa, and you really liked him in DJ's group, but I really like DJ, and I let you, you know, you let me have that one back. But uh, I think Mitchell at seventy one hundred is another one, just as good as he's been playing. I'm not gonna probably have any. I don't have any interest in Cantlay, uh, or sh- probably Seamus Power either. That's a really tough group for Seamus Power to come out of. So I, I could see a little Keith Mitchell there at seventy one hundred. Other than that, that's probably it. I, people are probably going to love Cameron Young at 7K, just the value against John Rahm. That's fine. I don't know that I'll do it, but it's, it's okay. Anybody else in the 7K for you? No, I think that's it for me. Um, all right, who you got in the 6K? 6K range, Matt. Well, I think there's a couple guys that you could look at here. Um, one, um, you know, and if you're taking a guy here for one, I'll say this. You're, you're taking a guy that you think is going to upset, upset his group. Um, one of those guys that I think could possibly do that just because he's always good at match play. He's, you know, he's a European guy that's played a ton of Ryder Cup, has a ton of experience in match play, and that's Ian Poulter. Um, mm. He's sitting there I at I thought you were going to say Justin Rose. I think Justin Rose makes a little bit of sense too. But you know, Ian Poulter is in a group with, some a great player right now, like Scotty Scheffler. He's in there with Matthew Fitzpatrick. He's in there with Tommy Fleetwood. That, he, ain't been, com- he is not coming out of that group. That's I, a- I don't necessarily, I don't think, I think that could happen. Yeah, I think it anything could happen. could happen here, but that is tough. That's really tough. I mean, I'm just saying that's like, a murderer's look, row there, buddy. Do you have a guy in here that you like, you honestly like? Oh, well, here's another guy. Yeah. I do think Tom Hoagie yep. could come out of his group. Yep. I do think Sep's, well, Sep's 7K, sorry. I, I, I 
He's barely he's barely on the bottom there at seven k. I think Sep could come out of that group. Um, the other guy that I will say also that could could possibly come out of his group is Seamus Power at sixty seven hundred. I don't I don't think he is either. And I like Seamus's skill set. I like what he does. I, but I love Cantley. That's the problem. And again, but I just Cantlay, feel like he could up. He could like he's the one that like. All right, here's the thing: when you're looking at your NCAA like basketball brackets, you're looking at a guy that you, or teams that you think could just blow up the whole damn thing. Seamus Power to me feels like he could just blow up the whole damn the whole damn bracket. Dude, it's Cantley, it's Keith Mitchell, and it's Sung JM. Like it's not just Cantley. It, that that is a tough group to come out of. I, I don't I don't see Seamus yeah. getting out of there. Yes, anything could happen. We've seen it. it oh, sure. But I, I don't. I don't. Th- I think Hoagie is the one that has the best chance to come out. I think he's got the weakest group that he's that he's dealing with with Billy Ho, Minwoo Lee, and Thomas Peters. He's the one. Uh, I do think there's another one in here that we didn't talk about on the betting show. But just from a DFS standpoint, the value is enticing. Um, gotta find his damn group. Where is he? Uh, where is? Damn it, I can't find it. $6,200 Maverick McNeely. Where's he? Who's, where's his group? Oh, here he is. Oh, he's in Neiman and Henley's group. So Neiman, Henley, Nah, and McNeely. I mean, you know, it's not like McNeely's a stud, you know, outside of the West Coast, it seems, but um, he is, he's interesting. It's 6,200. I mean, Neiman and Henley, I like. I like both of them. I mean, I do. I, but, I think he's way more likely to upset those guys than Power is to come out of that group just because of the the, the, the other three he's up against. Here, here's why I think you need to do what what I talked about earlier with Brett. I, I think like we got a comment in the in the chat here a minute ago that says that DFS is frying me this week. Oh, poor Ryan. Way complicated. Probably just do a few outrights. I can actually, I, I get it. I, I get it, Ryan. I, yeah. I, I feel you here because there's a right. lot of different. There's a dot, a lot of different factors that we don't have to always look at when we're choosing our DFS lineup. Just let it out, guys. Just let it out in the chat. Let it out. You know. Here is why I think you need to go through brackets yourself. Go, go forwards and backwards. It's like looking at a putt when you're playing golf. You're looking at it from both sides. You're looking at it from behind the, you know, from your, your straight on angle. Then you walk around to the other side and you look at it from the other direction and see what, what, how this putt's going to break. I think you got to go backwards and forwards. Do your brackets and just figure out, you know, who are the guys that I like and then how can I fit them into a DFS lineup regarding their price? That, that to me is the easiest way to think about it. Don't think about ownership too much. Don't think about all these different factors of you know how the game's different and how many matches they can win and whatever else. I just feel like that's that's the way to go about it this week. I'll tell I really you, do. I'll tell you what I like doing, and it's and it involves that. It's the bracket. So I'm gonna throw this graphic back up so people can see it. All right. So I look at each one of these two tier groups, right? The, the 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 groups that are gonna meet each other in the Sweet 16. And here's how you start to narrow it down. Just start with a bracket. Don't even look at prices. Just start with the bracket and pick, pick your two favorite names in each group and write them in the next line. So I'm going to go here for me, the group that we're looking at, group one and 16. I'm going to write down John Rom, Patrick Reed on, at the top, right? I'm going to write Rom and Reed. And then I'm going to go to the next group and I'm going to write Kepka and Lowry. And then do that for all those groups. Now, here, here's where you can get, here's where, you start, it starts clearing up in DFS. Now, when you go to set your DFS lineup, of this little, this, this square here, this, this sweet 16 square, where you have Rom Reed, your two favorites in group one, versus Brooks, and, Brooks or Lowry, your two favorites in group 16, pick one of those guys and put them in a DFS lineup. Just pick one. You can only pick one. Pick one. Put them in a DFS lineup. Go down and do the same thing on, on these other groups. And, and start to like see it and understand it that way from the DFS perspective. And that'll help you start to narrow things down a little bit. You look at each group and say, these are the two guys I think have the best chance. And then that, that'll just start helping you kind of see how things can shape out. Um, 
I get it. It, it, is an, it is an interesting week, but we can embrace the variance, and we can embrace the fact that there are going to be plenty of people who are still going to do lineups and shoot themselves in a couple of different places. And you can have a slight edge when you do that. Now, less and less of those lineups are happening as the years go by and people get smarter and smarter and more content comes out about this. It's a lot, you know, it's a lot harder to get that leverage, but it is still happening for sure. So I don't think it's one of those weeks where you fully avoid it. Um, I think, I think you embrace it. So hopefully, hopefully this helps somewhat. And if you need more information, get, get in the nut hut. You know what I mean? Get in the nut hut. We'll help you out. We'll for sure help you out. Also, in the nut hut right now, if you just want to make money easily, well, that's what we're doing with prize picks, and that's what we've been doing in the nut hut. Pat's dishing out winners on Fantasy Golf Sommelier. A season there every single night or for every single round, writing up his picks in the nut hut. Hell, I'm even making money on the nut hut right now uh, in prize picks. So prize picks is legal in like 28 states or something. I mean, it's, it's stupid. Um, it's the place to go. Daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players. You pick an over under on their projection. It's player prop, and you can win up to 10, 11 X. It's you versus the projected numbers. That's it. Um, you can do mixed sport entries. So you can take the over on LeBron and you can take the under on John Rahm in the same entry. They offer every kind of sport you can think of golf, baseball, soccer, MMA, NBA, everything you can think of. Award-winning, easy-to-use mobile app. The app is incredibly awesome, easy to use, stupid easy. Um, it's just the best, man. It, Price Picks is the best. They're, it's the, the best legal way to play if you're in states like California, Florida, or Texas. And it, they offer safe and fast withdrawals. We love Price Picks. We really do. And so we're putting out more and more content with Price Picks, easy to do, and you're not having to worry about competing against other entries and ownership and all that crap. Let's all make money together. Let's find some some props that we like on prize picks. Let's put them together and let's make it happen. Pat, you're great at doing that. You love prize picks, don't you? Yeah, I love it. It's 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 amazing. And, and like now, I said in, in the betting show, I think you wait. I think you, you hold off on that first day and then because uh, Corrales is uh, is a contest that they have this week, and then you then you pounce, yeah. pounce. They may have WGC contests. Who knows? They may be working on that. They're an innovative, forward thinking mm-hmm. company, so they may have. They WGC throw up stuff. stuff last minute. Yeah, it's they great. do. Um, yeah, I, I made up money I lost last week in DraftKings all on price picks. So it, it's, it's lovely. Check that out. We'll have all the Corrales content in the Nut Hut if you want to get on that. The, remember, the WGC starts on Wednesday. Everything starts on Wednesday for WGC. Corrales starts on Thursday. Um, so you're going to want to do, make sure you do that. Again, leave a comment, YouTube channel. What kind of early Masters content do you want to see? And uh, how many times a year do you play golf? I need that in the comments section. So thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for watching. Let's have a great week. May your screens be green. Hit us up with questions. We're here to help. See ya. Help!